Lion Race, still joined by Ray Haynes, uh, Rabbi Ray, our Bible teacher today as we're going through Pentecost. And as I've been listening this morning, uh, the thought keeps occurring to me that I, instead of taking two years of Greek in college, I might have benefited from a few more classes in Hebrew. Did did you have to do a lot of Hebrew studies to make some of these connections? It's, you know, I, I think it's a very difficult language, but it's a beautiful, amazing, thick language that if, without reading the Bible from a Hebrew perspective, you miss a lot. And so I've I've tried to spend a lot of time doing word studies. I don't um, speak Hebrew, obviously. And... Um, all of my efforts have been biblical Hebrew, but yeah, I think it's really, really important. And as we come to Pentecost, uh, I think it's especially helpful to understand maybe how to think from a Hebrew perspective rather than an English perspective. So, um, you know, what God begins, we should automatically, well, he sees through to completion, right? So that's an English way of thinking. But let's let's get to a Hebrew way of thinking. When you go back to reading Leviticus 23, it talks about the Lord's appointed festivals, sacred assemblies, you're to proclaim at their appointed times. And, you know, he has the Passover on the 14th of Nisan, then the Lord's, uh, the Feast of Unleavened Bread on the 15th. You work your way to the Sabbath to figure out when the Feast of First Fruits happens. You count 50 days, you make it to Pentecost. So you're on this journey, and that's all of that is a way we can kind of wrap brains around because it's somewhat in a straight line in terms of mathematical but now on a very practical ever passover uh, at the time of jesus was was the crucifixion happened on the thursday afternoon he died at three o'clock in the afternoon the friday night to saturday night sabbath comes next he's in the grave for those three days and uh you know, from the, the days begin in the evening time in, in biblical parts. So the the Sabbath uh, is Friday evening through Saturday evening. So Sunday, Resurrection Day begins in the evening time and the sun comes up. And so sometime that before the sun comes up is the resurrection of Jesus. He comes out of the tomb and, and into us in, in the most practical sense. So you're, you, you've begun now the counting of the 50 days to when the Holy Spirit is going to come out of heaven and into us. So these, these two things coincide, right? So you're stepping into a whole new realm once upon a time, you had God dealing with man. Now you have God inside of man. And God wanted to come even deeper inside of man. And so we're working our way to Pentecost. But now we know the agenda has changed. It's not just that we follow rules. It's not that we need sacrifices. Now we need him. And we want more of him. And we want more of him. And we want more of him. And this is the concept that that's I think helps when we start to, to need a, a Hebrew way of thinking because the concept of God uh, in you is a pretty big concept. How does God who can't be contained fit inside of you? Mm -hmm. Do you just have part of God? Do you, I mean, what aspect do you mean? It's a, it's a brainy kind of, uh, I'm getting lost now. So we're going to hold on to the thought. Everything's changed. Will that, will that pass over? Will that death and resurrection with that, with that Pentecost, now everything changed. John chapter 20, on the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together, the doors were locked for fear of the Jewish leaders. They're afraid. Jesus came, stood among them and said, peace be with you. And he said this, he showed them his hands inside. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord again. And Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. 
And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now, this can be really confusing because of how we say two things. It's really only confusing in English, not in Hebrew, but it's what they call the perfect tense concept. Jesus is beginning something that will actually happen later. Perfect tense. Receive the Holy Spirit. So this was not the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This was salvation, the receiving of Christ. They had followed him and put their faith in him, but could not receive him until he rose. Same perfect tense concept. Were they saved for the last three years? Yes, but not yet. That's that Hebrew concept, all right? But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit of life, the spirit is life because of righteousness. I am crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me, and yet here I am, right? My children with whom I travail again in birth until Christ is formed in you. These are all this concept of the perfect tense, that Christ may make his home in your hearts through faith. And this concept of I am sending you, he told them to wait until they received the Holy Spirit before they went anywhere. So you, so this is day 40, actually, I'm sorry, this is early in the counting of the Omer because Passover just happened. So this is day number two. He told them to wait now. You've got to wait 50 days here until they receive the Holy Spirit before they can go anywhere. So you tarry in the city of Jerusalem to you endued with power from on high. Again, this is the first day of the 50 days, not the baptism. This is receiving Christ. But he says, receive the Holy Spirit. This all happens on the evening of Resurrection Day, day one of counting to 50. The whole 50 days counting to Pentecost is all about Jesus showing that he is faithful, that he begins, that what he begins, he finishes. And that's how we think of it using the English language. But in Hebrew, you would think of it like this. What he does, he does. Not what, not what he starts, he finishes, but what he does, hmm. he does. Day one, Jesus rises to life again. We count seven weeks. Seven is the number of completeness and perfection. If week one was about resurrection power, week two is twice as powerful. Week three doubles that power. So something powerful is coming. It's not just about Jesus having more power. He already had all power, right? He's getting ready to give us power. We are his body on the earth. Greater things will we do. How much greater? Seven times greater. John 14, 12, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing, and they'll do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. So all of this is this beginning to teach yourself to rethink how a Hebrew would look at the words of Jesus so you can understand faith from a different perspective.